So yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast and welcome to the studio, Zach Alvarado. I appreciate that, Bobby. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you feel with the new job promotion, man? Oh, I feel great. It's a, uh, it's a change from the past year that I've been at Truly. If I've been in more of kind of a retail space, working as a patient consultant, then as a production coordinator, but now I'm kind of going back to manufacturing role and working in a facility kind of with the same stuff I was doing with Amazon, but in, in the medical marijuana industry instead. Yeah, so talk about that new role. Um, you know, you've been in the industry for a little while now, um, just graduated school two years ago. So this job that you're in, um, it has you doing a lot of interesting things within the industry. So what's the new role? Give me your description. Give me your breakdown of it. All right, so I'm going to be a continuous improvement coordinator at the facility, the Grow facility in Quincy, in Quincy, Florida, near Tallahassee. I will be a part of a three-person team underneath a lead in their agriculture department, basically owning the whole process from plant to cure. So that means planting a seed all the way to curing it after it's been cut and dried. So yeah, I'm just going to be trying to perfect the craft of growing. Yeah, that's definitely really interesting. And I think like your preparation for it right now sounds like you, you've done some research on top of that research, it looks like you're kind of starting to get a little action plan together for it. So what, what else are you doing to prepare for this new role? Uh, a lot of it just comes down to research. Obviously, hands-on is not possible in Florida since it's illegal to grow uh, in your own home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, looking at some of the things I've done in my past and That's trying, interesting, too. Not a lot of people yeah. know that in Florida that's yeah. illegal. You cannot do that. You're not allowed to grow. Yeah. You're not allowed to share. You're only allowed to have two and a half ounces every 35 days in the state of Florida as regulated by the state. Uh, there are a bunch of interesting rules and a lot of red tape in the industry, and so it makes it both really interesting, yeah, but also really hard to navigate both from our side and from a law enforcement side. So if you ever, you know, get in trouble with law, there's equal parts like you have to cover your butt and you know take care of business, but they also have to dig through an enormous amount of material in order to try to find out what you did wrong. And you were interested in this change. This is something that you were looking for, like. You've been on the podcast a few times. And I remember you talking about how you were looking to go and do something different. So I'm, I'm happy that it's here for you. And for people that might want to understand what you currently do, um, d- describe your current job, the current entry-level position that you've had within TrueLeave. What has that job been like? So when you first get to TrueLeave, um, if you go into the retail sector, you can either come in as you know, patient consultant, a coordinator, or manager of some sort. I started out as a patient consultant part-time when I was with Amazon. Mm -hmm. And then I eventually got to the coordinator role after about five or six months. And then five or six months after that, I kind of applied cross-promotionally to manufacturing sector. So when you're a patient consultant, there is a really large amount of research that goes into your product if you want to be really, really good. Because if you aren't able to answer every single possible patient question, then it's going to be a really slow process. You're not going to be able to serve as many people. You're not going to be able to help people understand their medicine and want to come back. So you have to be really good at memorizing the basics. And then once you have the basics, you can coach others. And that's kind of the coordinator role. You get others to be able to explain it and manage more of a flow of product as well as money from the floor. Yeah, Zach. So I've looked at your company and I've been really interested in it from the operations side of things. And I know you were telling me about the operations manager positions that they have in there. It's a fascinating company and it's interesting to me because these stores that they're putting up, they just got up put recently. The True Leaf store that you're currently working in got put up when? 
I believe it was two years ago. It was store 15 or 14. Uh, yeah. Now 50 stores. So with, with a company that's growing so fast um, and experience that kind of growth, you know, what's your experience been like within that company? We were actually a training store for about five launches at Jacksonville. Um, yeah. I believe they launched St. Augustine, Orange Park, Jack's Beach, Fernandina, and I've, I think I might be missing one. But it was a large training store, and especially in the medical marijuana industry, you have a lot of turnover. So you mm. see a lot of faces kind of come and go, and it's just, it's just super interesting being in an industry that has a lot of growing pains as it yeah. tries to find the right people for the right jobs and the right place to put the right building or whatever it might be. I'm pretty sure there's a company that's currently struggling because they wanted people to work overtime and they can't afford to pay them overtime, so all their checks didn't have overtime. So certain things are just messed up right now for some companies, but TrueLeave is number one in Florida right now. This job that you're in right now, this job that you're going to every single day, how has it changed you as a person going from all the traveling that you've done to college, to your first job, to this job. What has this job done that's changed you? Um, this job has shown me a lot more of the humanity ex that exists out there. Uh, a lot of people do actually need this medicine. So you get a lot of a high concentration of people that are in pain, uh, people that need a lot of help. And it just makes you a little bit more passionate about the industry that you're already passionate about because it was cool before, but now there's a reason. You know, and that now you see there's a face to it. So I think that's what's changed me. Yeah, man. And I think one of the things that's interesting about that is it's for pain relief and help people out. And I think that's one of the more interesting things to think about. And talk to me about your favorite experience. Uh, my favorite experience? Like a customer or something come in that you blessed. That was like, that was awesome, man. That was cool. There was this one, there was this one woman in particular, and she was so nervous about trying new stuff. And so we came in there, and I made sure she got all her discounts. We got a large amount of CBD stuff, mm. non-psychoactive stuff, some ratio products that had a mix of small amounts of THC. That made her feel real good. Yeah, and, and she came back, and she's like, oh, that was great. I want to try something a little stronger. And Whoa. we slowly started working her from yeah. this CBD oral product all the way to dabs, which was like concentrated THC, and she's loving the medicine. She had no idea it would get her off of opiates. She had no idea it could get her out of bed. And it was just this 70-plus-year-old woman who is wheelchair-bound who just really needed some medicine. And you went out there and helped her out and blessed her with that. Heck, yeah. We got some indica crumble, and she was having a great time. I like that, man. Yeah, man. I like that, man. Her pain was gone. Common courtesy goes a long way. Being able to step out and help people out during the day goes a long way. I think that's one of the most important things about maintaining high levels of positivity is you get the opportunity to impact people's lives. As long as you can remember to hold on to that level of positivity and to be that proactive voice and to do the right thing at the right time and the right moment, that's when you're going in the right direction right there. You want to go out and you want to be that answer. You want to be the person that's determining the future. And when you can do that, you're going in a great direction. And you're going to be relocating out to the panhandle, man. So congratulations on that, man. You're going out to a different side of Florida. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to come visit you. Yeah, I might man. even come out there and look at some real estate with you, man. Like, Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, come party because there's going to be, um, let's see, from there you got, what is it, Panama City Beach. And then it's a short drive from there to uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Oh, yeah. You got New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Cheap flights to Mexico probably. I'm I mean, yet, but I mean... 
We could we work something out. I don't know. Now, um, talk to me about this relocation, right? You know, how are you feeling going into it? I mean, you got to have a state of joy. You got to be looking forward to this right now. Definitely bittersweet. Every day that comes closer to me leaving, it feels like I don't want to. I find I find something about this place that I love even more that I I'm leaving behind. You can't replace a community. Now I had I had friends in college, but the community in Florida has been unmatched. Um, we had wrestling community from when I coached, Amazon community from when I worked there, True Leaf community obviously, mm-hmm. just neighborhood community. There are good people out in Florida that I will miss for sure, but. I am excited to go and explore because, you know, that's who I am. I got to go find the next thing. Yeah, you lived in how many countries? Um, let's see. I, I was born in Hong Kong, and I grew up in China for five years. And then I lived in Cincinnati for a bit and South Carolina, of course. And then I went and lived six months in Austria. And then I did a three-month stint in the Philippines for an internship. And so I've, I've lived like a couple of months at least in four, four different countries. It's one of the things that's been most enjoyable about hanging out with you is the fact that you're coming from the perspective of somebody that spent a lot of time traveling to different places. Um, when, when it comes to somebody that's traveling a lot of places, a lot of times you have a broadened mind frame where you can step in, you can see the big, you can see the big picture and assess the situation right away. And, um, you know, that's, that plays a big role in day-to-day operations. But when you step back and you look at the picture, you got your friends, you got your family. Um, I know your father's big into traveling. I know he's big into real estate. What's, what's going on with him? What's new with him these days? He is spending every ounce of energy protecting my mom from COVID. He is putting a 10-foot <laughs> barrier in between her and literally everyone else. So that is... Willie's full-time job. Now, the next thing he'll be doing, I believe, is my mom and dad have a lot of collectibles from their travels, like an insane Hard Rock Cafe pin collection for some reason. I have no idea why. We have Pokemon cards that are still unopened from from China. That's funny. Yeah, we have (laughs) obscene stuff that they're going to um, they're going to tag team an eBay account with. My mom's going to run the photography and do all the digital stuff for that, while my dad runs the logistics and shipping and inventory, obviously. Um, it's gonna be an interesting one-two punch. They have a lot of crap in the house they gotta sell, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna do something cool. Now, as somebody that's done a lot of traveling, you've had the opportunity to meet and interact with a lot of different individuals, and I think there's a lot of people that want to understand how can I do better and feel better right now. What would you recommend to that? Invest in people. Because no matter how soon you're, you think you're going to be out of some place, time will always have, or like life will always have a way of changing. And the only way to get further ahead in life is to use the community around you to your advantage and to invest in people who invest back in you and to make sure that you make everything worth it. Because if you invest in the wrong people, then you're wasting your time. You're wasting your effort. Investing in the right people is the most important thing because they will lead you to make good decisions. They will motivate you, help motivate you to keep going and try new things and they'll be the ones that help develop you invest in people i like that man one of the things i look up to every day is my mentors people that help motivate me and send me in a good direction because at the end of the day i want to control my mindset i want to understand how i feel and i want to perpetuate ways of improving that every single day i want to make sure my aptitude 
continues to grow and go in a better direction. I want to make sure when I'm lifting that plane off of the runway, I'm feeling good and constantly going up. So, Zach, I want to say big thank you to you. Again, coming back on the podcast, big congratulations to you as well, too, as you head into this new role and new journey over. Yeah, I appreciate that, Bobby. Thanks for your friendship the past couple of years. It's meant the world. I would not be here without you. For those of you that don't know, I did get some interview help for Bobby for this position. He won't talk about it because he always does stuff like that. But thank you. So we have George Bloom stopping by on the podcast real quick to pose a question. Hey, Zach. Hey, Bobby. Good to have me on again. Much appreciated, guys. My question was in terms of customer service, customer satisfaction, and client relations, I feel like that's some of the main things that drive a business and an industry. And at the end of the day, I feel like it's really clients come first and customers come first. So in terms of your industry, how does that play a role? Uh, In our industry, I would definitely say that our clients absolutely come first. The thing with our industry is, one, it's separated into multiple parts. So we have like agriculture, processing, ship, and retail. And so at the retail section, you know, on that front, our client is going to be the patients. And our only quality metric, as far as I'm aware of, is returned items. So that's another customer-facing thing. You have to take care of the patients. But... If I'm going to go all the way back to agriculture with this next position, then my customer shifts a little bit down the line. Obviously, a customer is going to be my patient, but in the meantime, my customer is also going to be the processing agents that are working on the oils for the cartridges, that are working to press for rosin, working on all these different things. And if my product doesn't look up to par with what they need as a material input for their process, then it kind of breaks down from the beginning of the whole thing, and we will not satisfy the patient at the end no matter what. Yeah, Zach, awesome answer. And George, thank you for coming by the studio real fast. Much appreciated, Bobby. You guys have a good one.